And we give you praise. We thank you, our everlasting King, for your kindness. As we see your hand moving over the nations, as we see your healing power already effectual, we give you great glory because we believe that there will be a perfection. And in nations like the United States of America, where the recovery rate is, um, is, is unfortunately very slow, we ask that your strong hand might reach out to such nations and let the evidence of your power be seen in the name of Jesus. We ask, O oh God, that you seize this opportunity to liberate the earth from its bondage to iniquity, to sin, and let the hearts of men be willing to respond to you at such a time. We pray for our dear state, Benue, and that your great hand, O oh God, will superintend the affairs of this land, and let no plague come into our borders. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. When you see mighty feats like the one that Elijah pulled out in the book of First Kings chapter 17, how that he came out of hiding and regulated the climate, he adjusted the weather for three and a half years with a 29 seconds decree. When you see that, you will think that uh, Elijah is so powerful. His utterance is so potent. Until you go back to the back end and you will see the story that was told that he prayed earnestly. And the prayer secured God's perspective. It secured God's involvement. It was after God's involvement was secured that the great prophet could go out and make a declaration that will be steadfast. The way of faith always begins with a move of the Spirit upon the heart of a believer in Christ Jesus. And the possibilities that abound with faith are, are limitless. Hallelujah. Amen. For t- tonight we want to take a scripture quickly in the book of First um, Corinthians chapter 12. If you have your Bible, I would like us to turn... I welcome those that are viewing from different locations, different nations that have been coming with us uh, through this faith corridor in the past few days. I trust that God will release an impartation of the spirit of faith in your life that will mark a new level of engagement with God in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Now, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, uh, there's an emphasis there. He said, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. I would not have you ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away up unto these dumb idols as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand... That no man speaking by the Spirit of God called Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. 
there are diverse differences of administrations, but the same Lord. There are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. Hallelujah. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit without. That's a verse I would like to dwell on for a moment. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit without. To one is given the Spirit by the Spirit, the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith, faith by the same Spirit. My emphasis this night is the gift of faith. We have seen the Spirit of faith as the operating system of the entire faith process, the entire faith reality is powered by a Spirit. We have seen that when that spirit powers you, one of such possibilities that abound with you is the possibility of praying the prayer of faith, which is an efficacious prayer that is based on uh, receiving the position of God's proceeding word on your spirit and demanding its manifestation by faith. We have also we have looked, and now we have come to the gift of faith. If God permits, we will do a preliminary of every major aspect of faith just to refresh our memories and to bring us back on uh, to speed just in case there is an aspect of our faith that is defective. God will use this series to um, add on to us that which is lacking in our faith. Now, the Bible says that the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit without. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit without. You see, the thing about the Spirit is this. The thing about the Spirit is this. You must understand that when you have spiritual capital, and what I mean by that is there is a huge potential of possibility that is hidden in the Spirit of God that tabernacles your heart. You see, the situation of a person that has spiritual capital is such that uh, the profit, the profit, the community profit that abounds uh, on the strength of this spiritual capital can only be drawn, the community benefits can only be drawn if that spiritual capital, if the Holy Spirit manifests. The way we can profit from the Holy Spirit is when He manifests. Alright, so it says the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit without. It is when the Spirit of God is manifested that we can draw profit from the dense potential of blessings and possibilities that is trapped in the Holy Ghost. Now, for several people that have been born again for so many years, for several people that have been speaking in tongues for so many years, there seem not to have been uh, uh, so much profit, so much profit from the presence of the Holy Spirit. And the reason is because the key to his manifestation has not been known by those individuals. 
And even though the Holy Spirit has every answer to every situation, He has, he has answers to, to hard questions, He has hand, answers to hard, hard circumstances and situations. And it's not everybody that is benefiting from these possibilities because many do not know what it takes to get the Holy Spirit to manifest. It is when the Spirit manifests that we can draw profit. One of such manifestations that um, is possible with the Holy Ghost is the subject of interest this evening, which is the gift of it. The gift of it. And uh, before we talk about the gift of it, I want to show us various layers of faith that is possible so that we will understand that all these layers of faith that are possible is not the gift of faith. The Bible is full of faith. It's full of the works of faith. It's full of things that happen by faith. And if we are trying to define the gift of faith, it is needful for us to say what it is not so that we can understand what it is. Hallelujah. The first level of faith is what we call your natural faith. In order for you to sit on a seat, it is because you believe that the seat can carry your weight. When you find people going to a motor park, a train station, an airport, it's because they believe that the means of transportation has the capacity to take them to the destination that is desired. That's, that's, that's an act of faith. The reason why the chimpanzee and the goat and the cow will not come to the train station, they will not come to the airport, is because that capacity is not with them. Hallelujah. Your coming to the airport is because you have, there is an exercise of faith. You know that this, this vessel can carry you to your destination. I, I know several people that did not know that the seat they wanted to sit on only had three legs. That means they are not aware that it doesn't have the capacity to sustain their weight. But you see, as an act of faith, they sat on it. Only to realize that what they believed was not actually possible to receive from that natural faith. There is another level of faith. Are you with me? You have, I call it natural faith because you are a creature of faith. That's how you are designed. Amen? You were designed as a creature of faith. Uh, we have touched on this previously. How that God created us as beings of faith. That is one of the characteristics that we have to have in order for us to be able to operate in the realm of God, in the class of God. So you might find an unbeliever that is, is doing something that looks like faith. Don't discredit it. It's natural Faith is natural faith uh, that is in manifestation. It's natural faith that is in manifestation because we are, we are beings of faith. Then we have another level. Another level which steps beyond the natural faith is what we call saving faith. Saving faith. In order for each and every one of us to come into Christ, our faith had to be exercised. And that faith that was needed for you to engage God on the basis of the finished works of Jesus in order for you to draw the benefit of salvation that is possible by grace, in order for you to enter into that economy, faith had to be released. 
But this faith that was released in order for you to enter into the economy of salvation was not a function of the natural faith. It was an impartation of faith that gave you the measure that was required for you to take advantage of the dividends of grace in order for you to become a recipient of salvation. Are you with me? So we have natural faith. Every human being has that. If you ever went to a motor park expecting to travel to a place, it's because you believed that the vehicle would take you to where you wanted to go. That's natural. And that's why you won't find kangaroos at the park. You won't find... Um, <laughs> you won't find all of that because that operation is not there. Even though it, it's natural, you must understand that it's actually a manifestation of faith. All right? So... Uh, then we go beyond the natural into the saving faith. You don't have the natural capacity to manifest the measure of faith that is required for you to be saved. It was an investment of God. It was a sovereign manifestation of the providence of God for you to be found with the faith that is required to believe in the finished works of Jesus and to become a product of his implication. Then we have the faith that you need to walk with God. Because the Bible says that he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now there is a level of faith, a measure of faith. And that also is imparted by God. Is imparted by the Spirit of God. And I'm saying, are you here? I'm saying that your natural faith is not a gift of faith. I'm saying that the faith you needed to appropriate salvation is not a gift of faith. Even though that faith at that level is no longer natural, it's an impartation from God, that's not the gift of faith. There is also a faith that is required, just like I said, to walk with God. For the Bible says he that cometh to God must believe that he is. There is a belief requirement. There is the ordinary level requirement for engaging God is a faith premise. And as long as you are not willing to exercise your faith to deal with God, you will not successfully come to God. You will not successfully walk with God. Because a walk with God is a walk of faith. So the Bible says that when we come to God, the principle, the requirement is that we need to believe. That's the faith needed to walk with God. And that is not the gift of faith. I know that there are several things in your dealings with God, in the privacy of your engagement with God, there are several things that happen on the basis of faith, on the basis of your believing. But I came to say that that is not the gift of faith. Because the Bible talks so much about faith, it is needful for us to know what the gift of faith is not then it will be possible for us to understand what the gift of faith is. As people of faith, you are going to find that there are times where God is going to stare you under the grace of the gift of faith. And I'd like you to know, to be able to identify if you are under that kind of manifestation by taking you step by step for us to identify what the gift of faith is. Hallelujah. Because I'm of the opinion that the lockdown is a factory reset. In fact, I just got uh, a feedback from 
uh, some of my friends. Um, okay, maybe my feedback may not be necessary. Uh, they, are, they are not in our country. They are somewhere else. And they are very established scientists. Uh, Alright? Okay, the feedback I got uh, is that um, the people that watch the ozone layer that have been giving us feedback about the ozone layer depletion and all of that. The scientists in our midst know what I'm talking about. In recent reports that came about the status of the ozone layer, uh, reveals that the ozone layer has been healed. Uh, meanwhile, this is not the first time that has happened. In my little research that I did upon receiving that information, I found out that there was a light, there was also a healing that took place in 1900. Are you with me? And that healing that took place in 1900 was actually an announcement of the Azusa Strait Revival. And one more time we have a similar thing beginning to happen. Nothing happens in isolation. It happens with a reference. And the same kind of healing has been recorded. How did I, how did I get it? I was talking about the gift of faith. Sorry. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Sorry, I'm a revivalist. Anything, <laughs> I'm a revivalist. I was, uh, I was raised by the Lord as a watchman to watch, uh, to watch the waves in anticipation of a mighty avalanche of God. Apart from that revival, some of us will not be existing. We're existing because of what God has said He wants to do. Now, the gift of faith. The Bible says. Um, um, to another faith by the same spirit. Now, so the gift of faith is a supernaturally imparted faith from the spirit of God that is designed to actualize the impossible. It is supernatural, supernatural release of faith from the Spirit of God and the purpose of this release is to actualize the impossible. Meanwhile, are you still with me? So actualize the impossible. Have you ever have you ever seen the impossible in your life made possible before? God is a great God. And there are many things that pertain to the fulfillment of your unique destiny as an individual that will require that the impossible be made possible. I was just talking with my friend, a friend of mine, today in Holland. And um, haven't prayed. Because this, my friend, gave me an account of this is the pattern that has happened with her mother's family. This is the pattern that has happened in her dad's family. And this kind of life is somewhat impossible based on the two streams that are manifest here. So when I prayed about it a few days, today I called that my friend to bless, to bless, to bless her. And the blessing was about, hey, your life is going to be a different, a different case study from the two streams that are available to you. It means another stream will have to break 
out to establish your destiny because your destiny is not going to look like anything that uh, is related to the streams of reference. In order for destinies to be fulfilled, in order for your calling to find expression, many more times the, you will need to see impossibilities become possible. Hallelujah. Going by the witchcraft that is in your village, there are several limitations that have already been forecasted and the patterns have been established through time. And then you show up on the scene and when you show up because of your dealings with God, a pattern finds expression which is different from the expectation. That which is totally, critically impossible on the basis of the current data on ground now begins to find expression in your life. The instrumentality by which God makes the impossible possible is a gift called the gift of faith. Now, I'm going to take us through some Bible studies so that we will see that gift in action. And maybe I will tell you a few of my own stories. And on the strength of the things I've experienced and the things I've seen in Scripture, I came today to tell you that the impossible will be made possible. In the name of Jesus Christ. Alright, let's do Daniel chapter 3. I want to show you a scenario quickly. Just so that you can catch your breath and see that ancients walked in this anointing. They walked in this grace. And they saw things that were impossible. They saw nature suspended. They saw natural things suspended to accommodate things that are impossible in their lifetime. The most the most critical that comes to mind is in the book of Daniel chapter 3, which I would like us to turn. Daniel chapter 3, and I'll do a reading from verse 15. Now if it be ready that at the time ye hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackboot, psalmstry, and darsima, and all kinds of music, ye fall down, and worship the image which I have made. Well, but if ye worship not, ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said unto king, unto the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. Nobody does this. You must understand that they were not doing this as normal people. They were confronting and contradicting the king because there was an impartation. There was an impartation of the gift of faith. Oh, Nebuchadnezzar. Meanwhile, I wasn't expecting the young lad to call the great king by his name. I was expecting something like a, a, a worthy salutation. Live forever. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. I don't know, but I was, I was expecting something that was more in line with the protocol 
But uh, I, here I find a man addressing a king by his first name. Oh, Nebuchadnezzar. We are not careful to answer you in this matter. Now, you should know that something, the, the king has never seen this kind of reaction before. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And he will deliver us out of the hand of king. But if not, be it known unto the king that we will not serve thy gods nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury and the form of his visage was changed that is the configuration of his face was altered in a strange way such that if you had captured him if you had taken a snapshot of him and you put on facebook when he's old he would deny that now was not because he, the configuration was altered because of the level of fury the form of his visit was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And therefore he spake and commanded that they should hit the furnace one seven times more than it was, than it, it, it was wont to be heated. And he commanded that the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats. And the coat was supposed to be firewood that would facilitate the burning process. Their husen and their hats and their other garments and were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king commanded, commandment was urgent and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished. And rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? And they answered and said unto the king, True, O king. And he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose. They casted in three men bound. And the king was seeing four men loose. Hallelujah. So the fire had no power over Shadrach, over Meshach and Abednego. This was a miracle. And it was a pointer. In fact, this gave glory to God. Uh, notice, you know, the reason why I had to do the whole reading was to show you several aspects of the events that took place. Notice that the guys whom Nebuchadnezzar called mighty warriors... Not just a normal recruit, the mighty warriors were the ones that did the honors of binding these guys' heart, hand and foot with their coats and their hats. 
to cast into the furnace. And the fire did justice to those people. He slew them. He licked them up. That's just to give you a reference that if, if it was not supernatural, that was how all the parties in this fire game would have ended up. Are you with me? Now, there are, many of you are not aware that you have been victims of terrible witchcraft attacks that nobody ever survived. You see, this gift of faith is actually, a, is actually witness to terrible unbelievers. It was still the man that was furious that sent them into the burning fires that called the counselors to come witness with him and to recall how many people were actually casted into the fire. Because the numbers were manipulating his sight. This was a message to wicked people. And you were not aware that you were under attack. And the attack was designed to cripple you, to afflict you, to kill you. And then because of the workings of the Lord. And it's not every time you are under the influence of the gift of faith that you even know. Sometimes, hallelujah, sometimes, sometimes, because if we do the anatomy of faith, there is an element that must manifest if it is true that we are walking in faith. There is a walk that the faith produces. And in this case, the walk here was the utterance, the utterance of defiance to anything that will suggest that they can worship any other God other than Jehovah. Maybe that night when an attack came on your life, your faith moved you to say some prayers. And you uttered some prayers of defense that no weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. And when you finished those your prayers, you went to bed. And while you were sleeping, some technologies and most of the time they are relatives and family people <laughs> that have a knowledge of darkness and Satan. They wanted to bring something upon you. And it happens to be that, that it takes, it costs so much to invoke that thing. And the last time they did it, the last 14 people that they did it on, they all died, they all perished. So they are so sure of the efficacy of that demonic weapon, instrument. And they invoked it upon you and saw that it was powerless. And sometimes God will not even allow you to know what happened. But it's already a message to the functionaries of the kingdom of darkness that there is something that this man has that is superior to the technology we have deployed against him. Because the king himself was the one that advertised the potency of the power that was at work in the life of Shedrach, of Meshach, and I want to show you another manifestation of the gift of faith. It is not only defensive in nature, because this is like a defensive program. It is like, um, what do they call those things? Um, a, a shelter. It's like a shelter for satanic bombs and afflictions. Satanic attempts to bring injury and death. This is like a bomb shelter. And that's what we'll see in the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But in the book of Acts of the Apostles, chapter 3, we see another manifestation of the gift of faith. 
in the wedding in Cana of Galilee, where Jesus turned water to wine, it was the gift of faith that was in manifestation. And at the heart, at the end of the manifestation of the gift of faith, you will see the impossible being made what? Possible. It, it's crazy, it's crazy for you to think that ordinary water can just become wine. It means that the level that Jesus was operating from, the height of spiritual intelligence, the level of faith and possibility that was at work in his heart was something, is something worth studying. It's an open ground for research. He said, draw the water from the water post. Take it to the governor of the feast. He didn't say, draw it and give an usher. Let the usher test. He said, take it to the most influential man that is in this feast. As the, the servants were drawing the water, it was still water. When they served it to the man, it was still water. But the moment the man took it, it became wine. It was a manifestation of the the gift of it. This afternoon I began to study and I began to find out how much possibility we have. How much possibility we have. I remember, I remember um, a man of God, he was riding in his vehicle and uh, the vehicle began to show red, began to show red when he was in Ibadan. Alright? Those of you that know the western part of Nigeria and you also know the philosophy of red. The philosophy of red is that uh, you only have 10 liters left. <laughs> you can't do Lagos Ibadan with 10 liters. Not with the kind of vehicle that he had. And it was just coming from a crusade. And it was four, uh, 3 a.m. in the morning and no filling station was open. And then the Holy Spirit spoke to him. Take your eyes off the fuel gauge and drive. Hallelujah. He said what? Take your eyes off the fuel gauge. You've been, you've been looking at the fuel gauge of your life. The last time you checked the gauge, the gauge told you you were 36 years old. And that was not good market for the marriage thing. The gauge. Hallelujah. Take your eyes off the fuel gauge and drive. And he drove. And he said, it happens to be where, where his house is in Lagos. Because the first place you are going to enter into Lagos when you are driving into Lagos is beggar. But you see, where his house is in Lagos will even expend that 10 liters. Not the Ibadan to Lagos. Now I'm talking about from beggar to his house. And he drove that vehicle and the vehicle was what could had the capacity of full range speed. And when we talk about full range speed, it means all the valves are open and he's drinking down fuel. And he was enjoying the ride without his eyes being on the gate. And he came to his gate and he honed early in the morning and it was open and he drove in. And when he switched off the car, because his eyes had seen the gate, he tried to switch it on again. He did not. He would have made sure that his eyes never saw that gate. <coughs> and he will enter into the economy of fuelless. Unfortunately, his eyes came on the gate and the miracle stopped. 
And I came to say to you today, take your eyes off the gauge and drive in the name of Jesus. The miracle ceased. The next day he had to take a jerry can <laughs> because it's now back to normal mode. There's so much you can achieve when you're on that mode. In fact, you are not in charge. You are not the one in charge. All kinds of things can happen. All kinds of things can take place. It's the Lord himself that becomes fate in your heart so that the impossible can be made possible. Let's see another example quickly in the book of Acts chapter 3. In Acts chapter 3, you will see another example. Because our prayer this evening is, going, is very simple. Make the impossible possible. Make it possible. With God, such a possibility exists. With God, such a reality exists. Make the what? The impossible possible. Anytime you see someone raise the dead, it is the gift of faith that is at work. Because the person you are praying for doesn't have the capacity to believe. And your natural faith cannot raise the dead. And your saving faith cannot raise the dead. And the faith with which you walk with God cannot raise the dead. But the experience of the gift of faith is an overwhelming consciousness of possibility. So much so that you cannot even consider the natural circumstances, natural evidences that are staring you in the face. Hallelujah. Now, in the book of um, Acts of the Apostles, chapter 3, verse 1, the Bible says, Now... Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame in from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask arms of them that entered into the temple. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an arms. And Peter, fasting his eyes upon, upon him with John, said, Look on us. Because at this time, the gift of faith has seized them. You know, they were just going. And then the man's invitation, the man's request, Silver, go! Drew their attention and then the oil of faith came upon them and their communication changed. <laughs> they never rehearsed that. It was spontaneous. There was a belief capacity, a faith capacity that had been poured into their vessel. And they, they, they looked at him and said, look on us. Now you did one thing. You have done many things wrong, but you did one thing right. And the only thing you did right is that you are expecting something from us. We have stuff that you don't know of. Even though in these current circumstances, we do not have silver and gold, which is your primary um, request. But we have something with God. These guys began to speak strange kind of talk. See, even gold we do not have. Yes, let's, let's do the reading. And he gave in unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold I have none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Remember, faith must have a walk extension. There's a walk aspect. Anytime faith is a manifestation, there's a walk aspect. Alright? 
the work can be an utterance. The work can be, okay, now let's read on, you will see. And he took him by the right hand, you see, after speaking, and lifted him up. It was still the gift of faith that was responsible for that. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. It's a miracle. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple walking and leaping and, and praising God. You could see that the miracle was still ongoing. The miracle was still ongoing. But at least he had gained mobility. He had gained mobility and he, he was walking. He was leaping. He was praising God. He entered into the temple. The temple he never entered. never gets to enter the temple. He was able to walk into the temple and he walked in with style. He walked in praising God. Yes, next verse. And all the people saw him walking and praising God and they knew that it was he which sat for arms at the beautiful gate of the temple and they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. I'd like you to to take note. Amen. They were filled with wonder. That's the that's what should be the result of the manifestation of the gift of faith. People that are around that see the things happen, they will always be filled with wonder. Now, for those of um, for evangelical purposes, this state of wonder that these guys are, are feeling now is the best state of heart with which. The evangelists can invite somebody to receive God. This, you have disarmed the person. And every man can be disarmed when the impossible is made possible. And they were filled with wonder. Sometimes you don't even need a message to get people to turn to the Lord. Just a miracle can do the job. They were filled with wonder. They were astonished. Is not this the man that begged arms by the beautiful gate? They began to ask themselves because the impossible had made possible. And the wonder was as a result of them trying to adjust, to accommodate the possibility. It's, it's, it's a reaction that gives birth to wonder. That's the, that's the point. That's the point to throw in the towel. And to call men for repentance. Hallelujah. You might find out that what your theology and sermonizing may not be able to do. Just an act of wonder. Which is a translation of that which is impossible. Making it possible through the instrumentality of the gift of faith. Can be that avenue through which God can reach the most hardened people. With the good news of salvation. The gift of faith, just like I said, makes the impossible to become possible. And our God happens to be a specialist in impossibilities. And just in case you walk around your family and you have noticed some impossible cases, you walk around your community, you have noticed impossible cases, you walk around Benway State, you have seen impossible things, you walk around Nigeria, and you are seeing impossible situations. If you have seen Africa, 
and you have seen impossible things, those impossible things you noticed are questions looking for a man of faith to come and answer. A man that is equipped with the gift of faith. What made Idahosa so renowned world over was that his major gift was the gift of faith. It became very customary for him to raise the dead and part of the reason was because he was almost always overtaken by that gift. We heard a great evangelist testify about it Idahosa those days. And the evangelist is an evangelist you know. Although he's late now. The evangelist said he needs to preach the gospel in order for him to do miracles. But Idahosa can wake up from sleep and do miracles without having to preach the gospel. So what made him different was that he had an almost, an almost constant expression of the gift of faith. The gift of faith was sitting inside of him. Hi, Jesus Christ. And because of that, so many impossible things were made possible. One of the things that the Bible encourages us to do is to covet spiritual gifts. Is to ask God for it. There are several people whose job joblessness situation is an impossibility that will need a response from the gift of faith. And we need to ask God because it is biblical for us to covet spiritual gifts. And I was reading the chronicles of that great man of God and I saw the things he did. He walked in the supernaturally, almost naturally, because he was not just a product of preaching faith. He lived faith and also walked in the gift of faith. We are going to spend the next um, few minutes praying and asking for the gift of faith. Our world is too normal. And in a normal situation like this, a normal setting like this, Satan will have so many reasons to boast. But Satan will not boast too long when men like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are on ground. Because impossible things through their faith can be made possible. And such a situation is going to give glory to God and not to Satan. So I want to pray in the next five minutes and say, Lord, we desire this gift of faith. That it might please you once and again to pour into our vessel that supernatural capacity to believe. That supernatural capacity to trust you for the impossible. Whereas a normal believer can be seeing a place, seeing a project and seeing it impossible. Someone that is infused with the gift of faith when he comes upon the scene, he begins to see beyond the impossibility. Whereas you might see a mission field as a place that cannot be cracked, especially when you go around and get um, historical perspective of what, how all the missionaries that came into that place uh, were, were, were defeated by the devil and how they died wretchedly. And then you would think that it's an impossibility until God begins to give a measure of faith which is a gift from His Spirit. And in the same place that men saw impossibility. In the same place where there was so much darkness that people believed darkness more than light. All it would take to change the possibilities of that terrain is a man that has the gift of faith.
Has there never been, maybe there have never been anybody that rose up in your fam family that was financially buoyant? It would take a manifestation of the gift of faith operating in your life for you to venture into things that no one from your clan, your tribe, from among your hamlet has ever, ever ventured into. There are possibilities in God. But I don't want to be an ordinary believer. I want to be helped by God. Because I know that my faith is limited. Why not switch on, oh God, the gift of faith upon my heart so that my possibilities can extend. It is not of him that will it. It is not of him that run it. But it is of God that showed mercy. And we are saying, God, that mercy you show on men that you, that releases your hand to impact in their spirit the gift of faith, the capacity to believe that is only supernatural. Do it in my life. It is legitimate to covet a gift. We want to mount up with wings like eagles through the gift of faith to go into another layer of possibility that is resident in our God where impossible things will be made possible. A man that is infused by this gift he sees things from a different vista. He considers things from a different layer. A very different stroke of possibility attends to him because he is standing on a vintage position that is powered by God's believing ability. Can we pray? Can we pray? The world has been too silent. The world has been too normal. The world has been sitting on silence and normalcy. Can we trust God? Can we trust God that, that, that something, a supernatural element of faith will be the only way to describe your life? Because we cannot tell when you are in the spirit and when you are in the natural. Because of a superfluous investment of the capacity of faith. Through the instrumentality of the gift of faith by the Spirit of God. There are diversities of gifts but the same Spirit. There are diversities of administrations but the same Lord. There are diversities of operations but it is the same God that walketh all in all to one. Is given the word of wisdom to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another faith. Oh my God. We covet earnestly. We covet earnestly. The gift of faith. That you will raise men among us. Through whom you can yet make the impossible to become possible. We con covet, we covet earnestly. Nothing happens until men of faith come upon the scene. Everything will continue at status quo level until men of faith show up, until men of faith arise, until men of faith find expression. I don't want to be an ordinary man. And I make my vessel available that you might give me an impartation. An impartation that will change my scope, that will change my possibility. That will change my ability profile. Do something on my life. 
we covet earnestly. We covet earnestly. We covet earnestly. We covet earnestly in the name of Jesus. Labroskete masiko branta baboli balatu alvakezame. Preskove lamina kuperatu alima manahaiskata. Mahala Korea. Labesuko pronto kopeseke tamina branta baboli vazalia. Etami monseke basubria takuske tamande. We convert. We convert earnestly. 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 The gift of faith. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh, Alpha, Omega. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh, Alpha, Omega. You are Yahweh. upside down one more time. Can you ask for the gift of faith? The pattern in your family can be broken. A new record can be set. A new stream of possibility can be established. Your life can pioneer something entirely new from the scope of expectation. Only men of faith 
make history change possibility set divinely granted records upon the face of the earth we ask for the gift of faith and we convert it earnestly 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 we see defeat too much we see failure too much we see resistance too much may the lord do a sorcery upon our hearts so that we can ride high in the scale of possibility Something great will come out of your life. God will enable you to look beyond the gates, to take your eyes beyond the gates and drive. the Lord might help you to take your eyes off the gates to take your eyes off the limitation to take your eyes off the challenge to take your eyes off that which the devil wants you to see and for you to advance for you to advance beyond the limitation beyond the hindrance take your eyes off the gates and try Bravo! 
Take your eyes off the gates. Take your eyes off the gates and drive and drive and drive and drive. I consider God is about to do a miracle. God is about to do a miracle. Take your eyes off. Take your eyes off and drive and make progress and go forward in the name of Jesus. Take your eyes off the gate. Moses in the very Kusketa Plantava Boliva. Mansa Plantava Bola Capres, Cabrega de la Curia Babalatua. Shaplantava Rata Plantava Bolata. Eka Mansa Priata Babola. Eka Kediba Sante. Apreskope la Kupala. Aparata Plantava Bosheke. La Catelina Cante. Shapina Cante Babolata. Yes, yes, yes. Aloke Preskete Bokosima. We take our eyes off. We take our eyes off. We take our eyes off. We, we refuse to see the impossibility. We refuse to see the circumstances. We take our eyes off. Maroko Selikatala Baboria. Antamasanda Babolata. Ebrekete la Supe. Asamantala Babolo. Ebrekete la Babolo. Alla <laughs> Ika bre de 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 de. Alalalalalalal. 
And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she had also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. What is the lesson here? For with God, nothing shall be impossible. For with God. So how does God make impossibilities to become possible? He said, the Spirit of the Lord shall come upon thee. He said, the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Oh my God. Oh my God. I remember I was preaching somewhere in River State. And it was a huge crowd. I think we had like 5,000 people on the field. And while I was about to throw in the towel for, for salvation decisions, a strange rain began to fall and I was provoked in my spirit and I spoke to the rain, cease in the name of Jesus. And the rain ceased. And he so he ceased, not drizzles, he ceased. And I was able to do what I came to do. And after I finished what I came to do and we went back to the hotel room, I said, okay, rain, if you still have any interest in falling, this is your time. <laughs> you know why it happened? It was not because I was a powerful man. The Spirit of the Lord came upon me. The power of the highest overshadowed me. And there is a lesson that we need to go with tonight that with God, nothing shall be impossible. So we want to craft a prayer and say, is he not, have you not said that with you, nothing shall be impossible? Present all those impossible things to him. How come this is happening? How come? I want you to take a case to God. With you, nothing shall be impossible. Behold, 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 behold. And ask for the Spirit of the Lord to come upon you. Ask for the power of the highest to overshadow you. Then things that are outside the normal will begin to happen. Things that are beyond nature will begin to find expression. Great men rise because impossibilities have been made possible. Can we ask the Lord? Can you present a case before him and say, Behold this matter. Is it not written that with you nothing shall be impossible? Is it not written, sir? Is it not written? Come and do that miracle, miracle today. You are the miracle. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Destiny, a destiny today. 
Rakosa Balatoski, Revinakuria Masako de Fregadena Sabena Prata Babo, Sabena Prata Baboni Balata Prata Basopriata Babo Shaka, Lamantelis Cobre Balato, Shimasa Priata Babosca Tabato, Rakatana Barata Prata Basopriata Babo, Eldamina Prata Basopregade, Sabena Kuria, Banta Babosca. Labros keta priyata babosre, shabata babata babata baso, raba babata babata baso priyata babota, ala babosre, lepras keto bina priyata babosre, apriyata babosa masadi apriyata babos keta bi, apre kete baso priyata babosre, lete lakat, ala basata babata babota, ala basata babata basa babata, apriyata baso priyata baboroko. Ala brasa ta brasa baborokote, ese prakete na baso, e prakete ala babora basa, abala baso me ala babo, abala basa ta abala basa, abala basa ta abala babo, abala basa ta abala babo laba, abala basa ta abala babo laba, abala basa ta abala babo laba, e kabala basa ta abala babo laba. Shamina <laughs> Ameno kubresko velamina kia tata, reka boska mena kabria taba bola, shemena kadi abrata babolo kubre, shemena bresko te abrata babola tapra hata basaria, eka basa na baboria, and the power of God shall come upon you. The spirit of God shall overshadow you, and then impossible things will become possible. Things that they say can never happen will begin to come to pass. We begin to come to pass. We begin to come to pass. We begin to come to pass. Labo Korea Mamasika. Labo Korea Besconda Barata Branda Babonia. Eskendo Robo Sopre Gede. Eka Brasata Branda Babonia. Eka Vazemina Branda Babonia. Ebrakata Branda Vaseka. Eka Vasanda Babonia. The Spirit of God, the Spirit of God will come upon you, will come upon you, will come upon you. The things that men say is impossible, it will become possible. Our eyes will see it. We will glorify God. We will glorify God because this is the time of possibility. This is the time of possibility. This is the time of possibility. And you are coming out. You are coming out. You are coming out. You are coming out. Great things are about to happen. Great things are about to take place. Great things are about to happen. Gelobo sika manzeli maya. Ebrasketo mina kande brosketa mina kadia. Alalala babo sebregetela mama. Oh, you can do what no man can do. 